This is Jack Scallions. Join me for a few moments from my heart to yours. All of us need to be encouraged. I read the story of a man who rode a bus daily to his downtown job. Every day he noticed the squeak in the bus door as he got on and off as passengers passed him. And the next day, as he boarded, he took a small oil can from his briefcase and he oiled the hinges. The door stopped squeaking, and all of the passengers, including himself, felt a bit better. That story reminded me that we all should look to carry a bit of encouragement with us wherever we go. Anne Frank said this, Everyone has inside them a piece of good news for somebody else. It might just be that this is the greatest need in all the world. Whenever there is good done by anyone, look closely and you'll find somebody that's been an encourager. My favorite example is Barnabas in the New Testament, whose name means son of consolation or encouragement. Barnabas played a major role in the history of the early New Testament church. He stepped up when he was needed and sold his land and gave the proceeds. He stepped in when he was needed and took the converted Saul of Tarsus and introduced him to the church. He stepped back when he needed to and promoted Paul because he knew Paul could take the church farther. He stepped out when he needed and took John Mark on the second missionary journey. Barnabas has a legacy of being an encourager. An encourager sees the opportunity in every difficulty. Realizing optimism is the faith that leads to achievement. I recall one morning when I was in seminary. I had worked the night shift, loading and unloading trucks on a truck dock, and I was headed to an early morning class. I can remember being very tired when I met Dr. Lee Robertson coming out of the old Chauncey Good Auditorium there at Highland Park Baptist Church. He stopped me and placed his hand on my shoulder and said, My young man, that's a sharp-looking tie you're wearing. He turned and went on his way. I remember the tiredness evaporating and my soul being lifted and my steps lighter, all because someone took a moment to encourage me. It is true that it takes no size to criticize. A pat on the back creates optimism a lot better than a kick in the seat of the pants. It has been projected that life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it. Success breeds success basically due to the encouragement it produces. Crepe hangers are a dime a dozen. Many have a half-empty glass and pride themselves in the ability to be pessimistic. That might be acceptable if it did not spill over into the lives of other people. Every church has a Ginner's that are everywhere. I love keeping company with those whose trademark is, we can do this. It is possible to have only one thought at a time. We should make it a good one. Winston Churchill stated, the pessimist sees difficulty in every opportunity. The optimist sees opportunity in every difficulty. Whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right, was a favorite quote of Henry Ford. He also stated failure is simply the opportunity to begin again, this time a little more intelligently. 
Problems are neat things to have, and many people stockpile them to explain their lack of success. The encourager is solution-oriented. Belaboring the problem will most often make it worse. Well, to use the time to solve it. King David found himself in a dilemma fleeing for his life from Saul. His home base had been attacked, his family kidnapped, and the people spoke of stoning him. In the midst of the storm, David encouraged himself in the Lord. If your train runs on the steam of other people's encouragement, many times it'll sit idle on the sidetrack. People change and circumstances change, but our God is always the same. For over five decades, I have enjoyed handfuls of purpose, of encouragement in many ways that I could possibly tell, more ways literally than I could possibly tell. They always seemed to come when the fields were dry and barren and the brooks had dried up. Our God is the supreme encourager. We ought to take our cue from Him. We can daily look for the best candidate that needs it the most. To do this is actually against our nature. We all love to be around the popular and positive person and shy away from from the problem-laden one. As a pastor, I have purposely look through the sea of faces before me to pick out the one who is alone and downcast and visibly shaken, basically because I knew they needed to be encouraged. I confess to being somewhat of a pack rat, especially with cards and notes that have been sent to me during times of triumph or testing. I read them over and over, thinking of the person who penned the encouraging words and remembering the impact they made on me at that time. It is amazing what a few well-chosen words, a friendly handshake, or just a smile can do to help someone take the next step. Instead of crossing our arms and expecting to be entertained, we should move out of the pew and brighten another man's day with a word of encouragement. Our children need it, and our teens require it, adults crave it, and senior saints relish in it. Take the initiative. Encouraging words are a breath of fresh air and a cool drink of water. Imagine the dullness of an athletic contest without the screaming fans or cheerleaders. Think of the marathon runner with well-wishers lining the course and cheering at the finish line. Our youth certainly profit from mentors who have traveled before them. One of my favorite poems was written by Will Allen Dromgool, and he said it best, in his famous poem, 1948. An old man traveled a lone highway. He came at the evening cold and gray to a chasm vast and deep and wide through which was flowing a sullen tide. The old man crossed in the twilight dim. The sullen stream had no fear for him, but he turned when safe on the other side and built a bridge to span the tide. Old man said a fellow, Pilgrim near, you're wasting your strength with building here. Your journey will end with the ending of the day. You never again will pass this way. You've crossed the chasm deep and wide. Why build this bridge at evening tide? The builder lifted his old gray head. Good friend, in the path I have come, he said. There follows uh, after me today a youth whose feet must pass this way. This chasm has been naught to me. To that fair-haired youth may a pitfall be. He too must cross in the twilight dim. 
Good friend, I'm building this bridge for him. Encourage someone today. Remember, this has been Jack Scallions. Thank you for listening. It's been my pleasure to bring to you just a few moments from my heart to yours. <laughs>